afternoon or good night. If you're new here, welcome. If not, welcome back to the Girls Unfiltered podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Green, a 23-year-old woman trying to figure out life, Jesus, and the intersection of the two, all while I tell you what my friends and I have learned so far. And today, I'm with a woman who has been my small group leader since January, Noella. A God-fearing, well-educated, wonderful woman of God. Um, well, at least that's what I've gathered <laughs> the last seven months. So, hello. Hi. <laughs> that's it. That's the intro. <laughs> yeah, definitely. This is awesome. Um, hi. I mean, it's I'm such a, I guess, honor to be here. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, very delighted to be here for sure. I can introduce myself if you want to. Yeah, go ahead. Um, she said, I'm Nola for sure. <laughs> that is my name. Um, however, I have, you know, I've been, my faith journey has been a really roller coaster, which I'm hoping, I mean, looking forward to sharing with you guys. I'm 27 years old. I am into leadership in for young adults, as well as I do some um, discipleship on um, just my social media in general. I'm a twin. That's a, the exciting part. <laughs> Everything else is just very serious about me. So I guess that's it. I mean, twin is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. At least to me. I'm the oldest, so I have, like, no mm. belt in, yeah. Yeah, I'm the last, so... No, probably the third, because I'm a twin, so she's the last. Never mind. <laughs> we already said who you are. How do you spend your day? What do you do? Oof. People that know me would might think my days are boring, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm an indoor person, heads down. I just love waking up exercising, having time to meditate. My meditation can take so long because I journal a lot. I love spending time with family, um, actually helping my sister plan a wedding, which is exciting. And so, and then just working if I'm not needed to be in the office, I'm at home and yeah, basically get back home, be with family, um, just have phone calls with friends. And if I need to um, do some Bible study with friends outdoor, then I go out and do that, so. That is my boring, interesting life. It's interesting to me. I mean, you do what you like to do. Yeah, exactly. Day. And that's right. what's important. Okay, we can go way back, but I'll start with this. Um, what, what, my journey started back from home. My mom was a Christian. My dad was a Christian. That's why I grew up in a Christian home. My mom was in ministry, but she was the first person that made me see that you can be a friend of Jesus. So my mom was really a disciple of Jesus. Um, I remember growing up, my mom was always up at night, praying, reading books, reading the Bible, and then praying over us. And I remember like, I was like, what? how could someone just be up at night and not sleep? And that was questioning. And then like in the mornings, especially in the weekends, she would head out early in the morning around five and just go talk to people about Jesus and come back home with strangers to fit them. And I was like, <laughs> yo, what's going on? I felt like she was a crazy person, but she just really just loved Jesus. and. Um, even for us too, she didn't just do that for, for people, but even in our house too, like we had to wake up every day at 5.30 just to pray together as a family. And I hated that with a passion, um, <laughs> but she ensured that we were consistent in doing that. And um, when I was very little, I was like probably before um, 10, she would want us to like know scriptures. So she gave us like a little treat for us to learn like Psalms and everything. Um, and then we did that because we wanted to treat but deep down she was actually building seeds in us so fast forward I went to high school having this foundation having this experience and but like I just you know just wanted a life I felt like there was, it was it was like a routine to me to be real I I was inspired by my mom's journey I I can identify as a Christian but like I didn't really have like a personal relationship with the Lord yeah. um, and so and I, I grew up in this 
a small town so like everybody knew that I'm, I was a preacher's kid so there's this high expectation that you're supposed to you're not supposed to sin you're not supposed to make mistake there was just this expectation even in high school like I just wanted a quiet life where people can just I can just be normal but I was always called out to pray in the assembly I became a chapel prefect it was just like life is always beginning back to the spiritual like y'all and so I was looking forward to college um, where I could just have that freedom because I knew that college is not going to be close to home. Um, but I feel like God just orchestrated my journey for his purpose because when I went to college, um, all I knew was just study. But I just wanted to have friends that we can go to movies together, not do something too bad, but like at least maybe a little bad here and there. And so um, I remember like um, after I, I got a sort of friends that were very into fashion and I love fashion too. Uh, um, and they were smart, which is something I admire. So we studied together and then it was a Friday night and they said, do you want to do something fun? I was like, yes, yes, let's do something <laughs> fun. And I said, oh, there's a worship night going on in this place. I was like, oh, like worship night on a Friday night. Who does that? But these were peers my age, you know, and they were fashionable. And I just love being around them. They were of good influence to me. So I was like, you know what? Let me just check it out before I judge them. So I went to check it out and that was when my experience with God just started. That was the first time I was in a worship ga- gathering and I just felt like I did not even check the time. I Every words that were spoken in those worship songs were just like hitting my soul. Mm-hmm. And I found myself like really worshiping for the first time. I felt the peace of the Holy Spirit in my heart and I did not want to live. I leave that atmosphere. I remember going back to my hostel and I just opened the Bible and I wanted to read the Bible or I wasn't trying to find those songs. And that became my routine. I wanted to explore life, but I ended up being someone that was always going to worship services on a Wednesday and Friday night. And that was the start of my journey. Nice. Mm. You didn't even know that. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you are very fashionable. Thank you. Kind of guess. Makes sense. <laughs> so what did your pursuit look like now? Oh, um, I would say it's becoming deeper to me and real. Um, I'm grateful for those foundation, but I know why I am a Christian. Mm-hmm. And it's, not, it's just not a turning back to me. So where I am right now is... Um, I love Jesus and I want to live for him and if that requires me being you know losing friendships and not being fitting into some squares like I've been there but that's where I am like pursuing him because if you look at the world right now that we live in like there's just nothing that inspires you to do the right thing it's just everything is just turning back to darkness and there's just this norm that that doesn't feel pure. Holiness is now like a taboo. And so for me, I just want to be different. And there's just this peace that I received in college that I still have and I'm grateful. And I only find that in Jesus. And so my pursuit has to be just continue to know him so that I can be more like him. And I think that Jesus actually said that with maybe a Martha. You know, my Martha was very zealous in his work but Martha had many many obstacles many distractions and Jesus said Martha you worry about many things but Mary has chosen the right part which would never be taken from us so like there are many things that can be taken from us our jobs can be taken from us you know families can be taken from us unfortunately as sad as it is but that's just the truth we need we live in a world where there's nothing we can hold on to or trust but there's one thing that cannot be taken from you and that's your faith that's Jesus, you know, and that's just what I just want to hold on to. So that's where I can think of how I am right now. Yeah. Are you still friends with those people that you were friends with in college? Uh oh. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, so I did my college in my hometown, Lagos, Nigeria. So that's like very far away. So now moving back to this place, I would say I've kept some friendship with a few of them. Most of them have actually just gotten married and moved into other countries and everything. So we lost contact. But I would say this sometimes your life is like an elevator. Some people come in and they go out. Doesn't mean that the people that were in at a certain time were useless. They were there for a season of work mm-hmm. purpose. And so for me, I appreciate those times that I had those friendships and I would forever remember them. But like at this season, the Lord has surrounded me with other friendships that has helped me continue my journey with the Lord. And I treasure that more than ever right now. 
And the reason why I asked that is specifically for that reason, because I just wanted to clarify, like, yes, you can be friends with people in a certain season, they'd be, like, your best friends in that season, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that in every single season, even if they were really pivotal in your life story, it doesn't mean that you're going to be friends with them forever. Right. Or even, like, and it doesn't even have to be because you had a falling out or anything like right. that. You just are in different paths of your life. Exactly. Walking at different in different areas. So yeah. I just wanted to clarify that a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, so thank you for that. talked about your pursuit with God Mm -hmm. and I think that's really cool and really important and I think it's a matter of like right now I feel like a lot of people are so interested in like oh I want to have friends with that do this this and this or I want my life to look like this rather than Mm -hmm. saying I want Jesus to write the story of my life Mm -hmm. and I want to pursue him and in pursuing him I'll do other things as Mm -hmm. well or I'll like do what he has called me to do Mm -hmm. so it's like trying to find the balance between yes you want to like live a life that you enjoy and live a life Mm -hmm. that is quote unquote fun I guess but Mm -hmm. at the same time what is pursuing him fully look like well I'll first of all say this many people feel like when I become a Christian my life is boring I'll tell you that's the lie from the enemy Mm -hmm. (laughs) Christianity Mm -hmm. is fun Mm -hmm. Is it's like it's the best decision I've ever made because you do life with people that are healthy for you. You're growing in all aspects of your life. I've met people that are building, helping me, inspiring me financially as well as spiritually. And some people Same. inspire me physically, like staying fit, staying healthy as well as spiritually. That's why I'm grateful that many of my, all my close friends are Christians because it's just necessary for me to continue to be inspired by people that you know are walking the same journey as I am um so that's my two cents on it um however I would say this like Christianity is not just fun is what would it's not I don't want to call it Christianity following Jesus is not just fun it's it's I will, I will say it's fulfilling. You know, scripture said, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So your heavenly father would want you to prosper in all aspects of your life, your career, your relationship, whatever, and be in good health as you're joining to know him, as you're joining to learn from him. So anytime you feel like, ah, oh, I'm losing friendship and everything, maybe those friendships are not healthy for you. Maybe it's needed that you build new friendship or ask yourself why you're losing those friendships. Maybe there's a character issue that the Lord is using this season to build humility in you. And so just never just you do the blame game and feel like, ah, oh, because you're a Christian, all of that stuff. And the, I mean, to be sincere with you, this world will just really make you feel that that might be true and distract you. What I've gotten and learned to see is I'm very careful with um, what I even listen to as well as what I see because the world is turning into this place where the only thing that is being offered is lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh and pride of life. And if you're not careful, you can just stumble on the Netflix with good intention and end up just and being depressed and being worried and like why am I single why am I whatever that's because you've eaten of something that maybe looked good but there's just a there's just a corruptness in that if that makes sense and so when you walk with Jesus he guides you and he's like your filter he's he knows what is wrong he sees between the lines what is in that water you're about to drink if there's poison that you're not seeing and with spending time with him he's able to show you what you shouldn't eat and what you should eat what you shouldn't see and what you should see and so like that part just helps you leave you know enjoy when there's chaos leave and um show love even in hatred and people wonder why you're doing that because we're living in a in a 
in a certain troubled world but because you're not in that realm that people are in you're in the heavenly realm you know that's what is called heavenly here on earth and jesus is offering that to you he said this is eternal life that you know me the only true god so people think eternal life is when you go to heaven no jesus has offered that to us he said know me and the more you know me he said abide in me and i in you so when you keep abiding in the lord there is eternal life that you you do start living in the heavenly realm that's the norm might say oh there's recession and you know money is not there and maybe even your bank account might show that but your mindset the atmosphere you're not living in that place you, you don't have any obstacle you're still following the goal you know what i'm saying so that's one of the things that i would just point out and i can just walk you through like my personal journey like i have had great careers in my life i was in project management i have like a master's degree and did like an mba and so i had this great life did this is digits and just was thriving and I loved Jesus at that point and then the recession happened and I lost my job everyone was shocked <laughs> I was shocked too and I went through the season of full dependence in like family and everything and um, the Lord had a season which is you know one of the things that I got to see that you highlighted he's teaching me that in this uncertain time there's just this level of beauty that I have never seen before um fully depending on God as well and there's just humility that I've never seen in in any level before I am changing by the reason of just depending on God and I've seen him provide for me in ways that I'm like this is so so never ever gonna happen (laughs) like how the heck did I have this 1,000 in my bank account. How did I save this? This is so God. I have never missed any of my bills. And I'm still searching for jobs. And the Lord is using this season to just creatively build ideas that I was so busy building this career. But now that I am having more time with God and family, Mm -hmm. I'm having dreams that I feel like the Lord might expand into something huge so sometimes you might get to why did i bring this sometimes you might get to a season where you feel like uh oh i'm in this abrahamic journey i don't know where to turn or uh oh i'm in this job <laughs> journey where everything just crumbled or uh oh like i don't know where to turn anymore i feel like that's the time where you should spend more time with jesus that's the time where you should find him he is the only one that can feed you at that time and not just try to feed things um some people at that time are just like you know what i'm just gonna watch sad movies and just like make my life terrible or just stay on tiktok and just do whatever or watch other people live the beautiful life and just feel miserable no you're killing yourself go back to your sauce just like a light can never turn on without it being connected to the electricity Mm -hmm. you cannot shine you're a light scripture said no you're a light you know and you cannot shine if you're not connected to the source to the one who designed to the one who made you so when you stay connected to him you you get to shine as well as you get to find grace to influence all the people that are in your season to shine and so i don't know if that makes sense i want to be sure yeah following the direction that makes perfect sense because like you said before the journey for august is pretty much the idea of new seasons Mm -hmm. and in, in new seasons a lot of times there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of like what do I do next when you're transitioning from one season to the mm-hmm. next season and that's something that I, I'm kind of honestly going through right now mm-hmm. because I went from kindergarten to college just always mm-hmm. always working always having something to do I never right. had like dull moments anything like that and transitioning to being a full-on adult mm-hmm. having to you know do more things make decisions for well for myself kind of but not really and like totally having to depend on God mm-hmm. I had to go from and I realized especially going through the idolatry series mm-hmm. that we were doing um this past summer mm-hmm. going from the idea of oh I didn't know that I was reliant on my accomplishments and Mm. me like doing all the work and stuff Mm. to now having to rely on God in order to Mm. accomplish what I want to and what God has me accomplishing Mm. in this next season and because he gave me a lot of dreams when I was younger and then I realized this after graduating but I didn't start dreaming again until after I graduated college pretty much Mm. I didn't I didn't start getting dreams again about like just fun dreams dreams about like life and how I like God speaks to me through dreams and I wasn't getting those until like I was 
forced to not do anything. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't rely on my accomplishments mm-hmm. to do anything like that. And it was in the uncertainty of like, what am I doing next? Mm-hmm. Um, it's still uncertain because I have no idea. I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a job yet. Mm-hmm. I am like doing things during this interim in terms mm-hmm. of like I have a part time job. Um, to put gas in my tank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also freelancing mm-hmm. and applying to jobs when I can, but mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's coming next. I do have ideas for what's happening in the future, and I'm trying to take steps towards that. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot of people, especially post grad, or even not even post grad, but like a couple years after you graduate from mm-hmm. college, I know a lot of people go into that. I, I don't know what to do next. Mm. I don't know where I'm going past this. And I know God is leading me into a new season, but mm. I don't know what it is. And even if I do know what it is, the uncertainty of stepping into something mm. that I've never seen before, mm. stepping into something that I'm not sure how it's going to go because I've never been there before, mm. that uncertainty can get really even overwhelming. It, it's overwhelming, especially <laughs> we live in a very fast space environment where people are really making it people are really shining and you see mm-hmm. that on instagram you see that on all, all the social media and so you look at yourself and you're like what's wrong with me <laughs> my problem like yeah. i did the degree i did all of that well i'll tell you this um sometimes god would set you apart to rest and grow and mature i believe any season that you're in that it feels like you're not making any progress or it feels like there's a delay definitely Pray and understand God with God what that season is. But I like to see that is a season of preservation, is a season of, of sustenance. The Lord is saving you by keeping you at that season so that you won't be the one damaging your future. He is setting you apart for a sub-season to learn, to build your character, to grow, um, so that when he gives you another thing to steward, which is very profound scripture is scriptural we came here empty we're gonna leave empty so we don't own everything we have everything we have we're here to steward i have many stewardship i am a daughter to someone you know mm-hmm. i am a partner to someone i am a, a an employee to someone as well as a sister to someone and on so those are assignments those are talents that the lord has given me to steward so how well am i doing that in this journey because if i am more i'm good of a sister but bad of a daughter i am you know we know the parable of the talents like i'm not really multiplying those environments and so sometimes mm-hmm. when the lord sees that one aspect of our stewardship is not flourishing or growing he takes us in a season where okay just wait on me okay let me let me take you to this season where i can grow you because i feel like if you don't if you're not equipped for this season that is about to progress you end up just breaking all the journeys breaking all i'm not the journeys breaking all the levels or breaking all the pathway that that i have in store for you so let me take you to that you know detour like let's just stop and let me just grow you a little bit but we i mean this we have the gen z's or that are very impatient millennials too as well yes. we want action and so i'll say this um it's it's just a balance of asking the lord scripture said proverbs i think three verse five says trust in the lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding it didn't just say trust in the lord with all your heart he said and lean not on your own understanding because you can trust the lord and then lean on your understanding i feel like that's your understanding is what the lord is saying so bring your and it's go on and said in all your ways acknowledging and he will direct your path so i'm not pro like oh i'm in this season where the lord is not blessing anything so i'm just gonna stay in the house and just pray and just cry and just trust that just manna will fall from heaven no i'm someone i believe that every day you should think of what can i do to grow myself mm-hmm. to grow my career what are my goals what is what are my dreams and where can i take that first step and it's okay to take a step and it doesn't work on you step back and you know reassess but always take every day of like fulfilling something apart from your dream if you don't have a mission mm-hmm. that's one of the things i encourage you know have a mission what's your mission statement as a person what are your goals as a person financially spiritually physically emotionally like write those down when you look at your 10-year goals like what does that look like what is your goals even in relationship to like write them down and ask yourself what are 
what are the restrictions of me achieving this goal at this time? And do I have all the resources that I can take that first step in attaining all those goals? And the ones that you feel like you can take those steps, take those, like take that disciplinary step to do that. If some of them might just require learning, giving out time to learning, getting some certifications or applying for jobs or anything. Don't see all those things as no progress they are, but always give yourself assess yourself as well as have someone that would be accountable to you. Like for me, I'm in this season where I'm interviewing and applying for jobs. I have consulting opportunities that I'm offering to business. I have my sister who keeps me accountable for the goals that I've set and the dreams that I have so that in any way that I feel a little bit weary or tired and I feel like nothing is working, she reminds me of like my journey, reminds me of my goals and encourage me. So having someone that would walk with you in this journey is so very helpful. So I just wanted to just leave that to just encourage you that yes we definitely will find ourselves in season where we're walking in the valley of the shadow of death and it feels like what's going on this valley is too deep but always remember the lord is your shepherd you are not going through this journey alone you have a shepherd who is guiding you and so when you are in this uncertain time he is there with you it's not like you're doing it on your own so trust him talk to him learn of him and he will direct your path yeah and i think that also requires because you brought up, uh, well, uh, Psalm 23, the Lord being your shepherd. That also requires you learning his voice. Mm. Because if you don't know your own shepherd's voice, it can get really hard to, like, follow him and yeah. figure out what, is, what he's saying. And, like, mm. training yourself to actually follow what the Holy Spirit has to say to you. Mm. And that is something that I'm currently working on. Mm. Because there are a lot of things I've noticed now. Like, I'm, I'm finally realizing, okay, God said this to me after the fact either after the fact or like during the fact I'd be like oh okay I think this is the Holy Spirit speaking to me and of course that's my choice whether I decide to walk with him or follow what he says or not but like just learning how to identify oh that's actually him versus Mm. that's just me thinking stuff Mm. or that's something that I heard earlier this week that Mm. has nothing to do with uh Bible or mm. biblical reference or even Christ. So, mm. yeah, I think also that that requires us to train ourselves to listen to his voice and learn what his voice is. Definitely true. I just want to just affirm what you just said because that's very deep and very true. Our journey with the Lord is needed with the help of the Holy Spirit. Jesus didn't walk his journey without the Holy Spirit. And when he left, he said, there's so much, I think it's John 14, there's so much more I want to tell you, but now you will not be able to bear it. But I will send you another comforter, the Holy Spirit, who will guide you into all truth. He will never leave you. So the Lord, our Father, has given us the Holy Spirit to help us understand the Bible, to hear the voice of God. He would never leave us. So when we give our life to Christ, we have that access where he comes to dwell mm-hmm. where he knows we're imperfect but he's there he's the he's the, he said we were sealed with the holy spirit of promise he's never gonna just leave us because oh you made a mistake however i believe that what i've had believers say like how do you know it's the voice of the lord and every other stuff it starts well with knowing the word of God like yeah how you first be able to sense if this is a corrupted voice and this is the voice of the Lord the foundation is knowing the word of God like giving out time to studying the word the word helps I encourage first time Christians to start with the gospels and then go into James and then go into some epistles like it just guides you on like if you don't know the epistles like the the letters from Paul um, which is I think Romans down to I don't know Romans that all the episodes Google it sorry but yeah I also love James because it talks about trials and how we should handle those trials but then the letters the, the letters of Paul as well as the gospel shows you in some ways guides you on how to leave this journey because they're all real showing you their lifestyle but um, the Holy the foundation is just learning about God from God he's giving us the word of God and we have that another thing is just communing with him in prayer some people see prayers like oh what am I gonna say what i'm gonna say what i'm gonna say how do you talk to a friend 
um, how do you commune with a friend? Just start from there. Close your eyes and just picture that he's sitting beside you and just talk to him like you're going to talk to your best friend or someone that you really, really want to get to know. And um, another thing that I would just encourage is just giving a time for worship. Worship is an atmosphere that builds community with God, communion with God. Um, and I really encourage that because it plugs you so close to God and to the Word of God. And so, like, for me, this season, sometimes I don't have the words to pray but when I listen to to worship like it just helps me it just helps me stay you know alive and stay happy even in the season of chaos so those are those things that if you do consistently consistently it helps you and it's now easier for you to sense the voice of God you know another thing I used to do for myself when I wake up in the morning I ask myself how are you doing self-assessment I feel like we fail to do that all the time we ask people how are you doing and we want to listen to them and support them but when you wake up just ask yourself how are you doing and if you don't have an answer just ask yourself do you feel love do you feel joy do you feel peace do you feel patience like that's the fruit of the holy spirit right and that's the some that's what we're supposed to ooze out because the holy spirit's on the on the inside of us so we're supposed to ooze that out so when i ask myself that question and i feel like a little bit of ah i don't feel love right now then i want to study his word about love and i want to know about love right now because i feel like i'm lacking that and so those are just the tools that hopefully should guide you that has guide guided me in enjoying the presence of god as well as knowing vividly the voice of god in in seasons of trials. talk about aspiring to be where God wants you to be but do you have any aspirations of where you want to be next oh my like my personal journey personal <laughs> work faith and personal those three. oh I mean there's still some things that I I'm still waiting on the Lord for in general um but I believe that I mean personally I would definitely um I'm very passionate about kids and just adoption in a sense and I feel like in some ways I would be partnering non-profits in that aspect mm -hmm. I love like empowering empowering other women as well as like just young professionals to loving Jesus and seeing their faith as beautiful and so that's why I'm part of like the young professional leaders in my community yeah um for professional like I'm I've been in the project management IT section. I want to continue that, hopefully do some people management in the foreseeable future because I feel like people management helps you be a good mom. I don't know. No, you're right. You just need to learn how right. to um, like not micromanage, but then lead with influence. And I want to just have that experience. I've, I've been in my career for getting to eight years. And so I feel like I, I, I want to have that before I start having a family, which leads me to all this stuff. Like I definitely want to, you know, know have godly kids like you know have a family someday and so i do have all those goals in track general mm -hmm. yes yes what has god taught you about yourself in this past we'll say since january in the past eight months seven months mm. he has taught me that the mistake i have made can be seen as shame but those shame in quote he's shaping them for my good mm -hmm. and that brings me to humility I think I mentioned that earlier he is teaching me humility at this time because I feel like I need it and it's hard and I didn't know that humility and I mean now I know just by say I was about to say humility and pride like can go on there and this is true i didn't know i could be prideful i thought i was the humblest meekest person ever literally but like <laughs> in this season of like being dependent and like ah, figure it out it's like uh oh like 
you should ask because you need help and i've seen the lord like provide for me by me letting people know i'm not okay i need support and i'm like god why don't you just like bring money out like somewhere i'm like why do i have to why do i have to do it this way and but like it's helping me because i've always been independent my parents raised four girls and they were like you know we we're gonna raise you like boys so i went to school i did mm-hmm. everything great it just felt like i had everything all working out for me i never asked any guy in my life for money <laughs> it was like nah it just felt like I always provided for myself until like being in a season where I am now fully dependent. I won't say fully because yeah, probably fully, fully dependent on my family as well as just trusting the Lord for my next journey um, has taught me that the vitality of like serving people um, and made me see, you know, when I was working and been doing consulting and traveling all the time, I didn't really give out time for family and this season of like being with family I've even gotten to see them open up to me about their struggles and that I be there for them and support them and encourage them and so it's not just been like me being like the beggar of the house like my journey and my availability at this time has encouraged my family and brought us back you know to treasure each other and help each other together even my my twin that is married has had breakdown moment and I I would have not been there if I also had been traveling and everything but this season I've been able to be there and remind her about you know her her identity as well as support her so sometimes the journey is just necessary for you I would also say this it's just amazing because this is not the first time the Lord has taken me in this season of like waiting and breakdown um, but this is also something maybe I've shared with my my kids I, I like to call you guys um <laughs> But like when I was in college, I repeated one year. Um, I failed. I failed the course, and I had to wait another year to write it. And that was draining for me because everyone knew me as the teacher. Like I was always teaching people, helping, equipping people that had like extra semesters to like pass. And so, um, falling ill and still trying to graduate and unable to because I failed one course. Like that was already a shame. And fast forward, I had to wait that one year. I did some jobs, and now I had to work with a firm god favored me and i at least was making income while waiting and um i was in nigeria because i did my college in nigeria mm-hmm. um and in nigeria when you're done with college you have to serve your country for a year and um so normally if i had graduated that would, this is like 2016 yes if i had graduated in 2016 i would have started serving my country in like january 2016 and maybe they'll station me in they would definitely station me somewhere outside the state that I my family is um and so but I repeated and at that time my twin because she was in engineering I did business and so her caught her her degree was longer so she was in the final semester when I was repeating and she felt terribly ill that our family doctor didn't know what was wrong with her and told her to just take natural product for I think months and you know she's just very very strong will like me that I was ill and I was like nah I'm gonna figure it out I'm gonna I'm gonna write this exam I'm gonna do it like I can just I cannot just like write and send an email that I'm not feeling well and they would just like pity patty me like no I can do this and so she was in that stage but because I was there too I was able to help her um like I had to move to the to to school with her and then just take her to class bring her back feed her all of those stuff just be around her and in that season I was also preparing for my personal like the, the cause that I failed and that's that <laughs> that strangely just she recovered and that was the best semester she ever had and the Lord just made me see I think the doctor made us see that if no one was there to support her she could have died of that and for me I would rather have my sister than lose her because I wanted my plans and my timing to work out straight so yeah. some of times your story might be oh I'm still single and the Lord has not given me the desire of my heart yet or I'm trusting the Lord for a job and nothing has worked out or school or finances or a dream whatever that is sometimes you, or you might do everything spend time with the Lord take all those steps and things are not working out know that god's timing is always perfect he's Mm -hmm. doing he sees the end from the beginning he knows 
he knows what is of huge importance to you and he's saving you and I feel like that season he saved my sister and he saved my sister by me being there so I hope that kind of just encourages you to see that you know whenever you're in seasons of delay you know be like Jesus that will say Lord let this call pass over me but not my will let your will be done so Lord please bless me with this opportunity but at the end of the day let your will be done let your perfect will be done for me I feel like in both of our seasons of like transition or even uncertainty it was a lot of relationships were built Mm. during that time or even not just like quote unquote a lot as in like numerous but in terms of like the relationships that we currently have were built were built even deeper Mm. and we're like even deeper than they were beforehand like when we're super busy there's a lot going on yeah i feel like we're both go 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 yeah. until we have like okay i'm just what am I doing now what should i do it's like okay let's go deeper if we can't go out that's so good that's true okay so what has god taught you about himself Ooh, hmm, that he is messy for. Like, I have to separate it because there is mercy and there is fool. Um, our God is not like like it's not like oh he can be merciful like that's who he is when you break god Mm -hmm. in him is mercy that's just his nature he cannot like exceed mercy like oh you've taken out all the mercies of god no he's merciful that's who he is and and that's just the beauty of everything because when i read the gospel and i just see like the life of jesus reminds me of the heart of the father over me and that has been one of the things that has strengthened me mm-hmm. to see that there's no valley even david said that like even if i'm in the pits you're there even if i'm in the deepest valley you're there like that's who god is he loves us he said for god so loves the world love the world not love believers he loved the world <laughs> like that's huge because look at the world right now no one wants to love him no one is, is even interested in him but scripture also said while we were yet sinners christ died for us and so our heavenly father loves us that he's before we even fall short while we were even le- we're still living whatever we're doing he's still giving us like he's still offering us his mercy day in day out he's still offering us his love day in day out he's never going to take that back because he loves us because he formed us and because he he sees the he sees us as his and so in this journey of like oh i mean working through you know my career journey and waiting on the lord and everything there's some regrets that has come in there's some you know had i known that has come in and you know some condemnations and i just have to go back to like I missed it. I didn't know better then. But mm-hmm. thank God I have a merciful father. He's going to take that ash and turn it into beauty. And all I just have to do is just come back to him, come back to the cross. And I, I, I hope that kind of strengthens you because it strengthens me every day. I thank God for his mercy because his mercy endures forever. So, yeah, that's one thing I'm learning. He's merciful. He is merciful. And everything will happen the way he wants it to happen. Right. It will. Yeah. Even if you mess up, even if for some reason you think that you destroyed the whole plan, Mm. God knew you before you knew yourself. Yes. And he knows you way better than you know yourself. Yeah. And that is something that I am continuing to learn. Mm. Like, God knew what we would do before we did it. Mm. He just wanted to give us the choice and the chance and the opportunity to be in this with him. Yeah. So true, so true, so true. It's so interesting, but also it's like a. I don't, I don't know what to say to that. Just thank you. Mm, <laughs> it's of like, course, thank it's, you. It's something that you, when you picture, you're like, how is, but how is this possible? But I mean, God is not a man, and He said that mm-hmm. I'm not a man that will lie. I'm not a man. Don't picture God as your dad or your earthly f- friends, because that will make you want to make up for your sins. That will not make you mm-hmm. come before Him and say, just like the prodigal son, "I need you. <laughs> I don't know where to begin." Like the solution is going back to the cross. I'm not trying to make up for your sins because when you're trying to make up for your sins, you find out that you never make up. You end up falling oh, back sure. and you end up being in this circle of making up for your sin, falling, making up for your sin, falling. No, 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 no. Go back to him. 
and just ask him to help you and walk with him. And that's just the healthiest way to do it. So, um, yeah, just to add to what you said, like, that's just very, very profound. And it's something that is unfortunate that many believers don't believe that yet. But you have to recognize that he is a supreme being. He's a heavenly father. He, even though he's holy, he wants to be your friend. He wants to fellowship with you day after day. And he sees you. He knows what you're about to do when you want to do it. So if you go to him and if you fall short, and this is not this is not for you to misuse grace. I just want to be sure I clear mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. God is merciful, but he is still a consuming fire. And this should not fear you. This should just give you that reverential honor to God because he's still holy. Angels bow daily before him. He is mighty, but then he comes so low you know, even scripture even said, what is man that you're so mindful of us? He is so mighty, but then he looks upon us and he said, I want to dwell in man. Isaiah 6, he said, heaven is my throne, earth is my footstool, but on this man will I look upon. Why is it man that God is looking at to dwell in? Because we are the only ones that have his DNA. When he formed us in Genesis, he said, let us make man. Everything he did, he spoke, but when he came to man, the three, the Trinity said, let us make man in our image to be after our likeness. So there was something that came out of God to form man. And so we are a being that has a DNA of God. And so just like your mom, you know, will not like see you fall short and not want to show you mercy or bring you back. Like, because you are of her. <laughs> Same thing with God. He would always pursue you. He said he will leave the 99 for the one. That's the father we serve. So don't make a phrase and just go back to him and say you need him because you don't have everything figured out. Let's just face it. You, you don't. You no. don't. You don't have anything figured out. I thought I did. I did it. But like the moment that I started taking those gentle steps on learning that mindset of like treating God the way I treat my earthly father where I have to make up for some sins and have to receive his mercy and just knowing him first as he is. So I would, I would encourage know him first who is he to who is who is the lord and then who is he to me you know and then what is my assignment to the world because if you first start with, oh i gave my life to christ and now what's my assignment to the world we have many evangelists that are sharing the gospel where they don't even know their identity or they don't even know who they're talking about so first give our time to know who he is know who he is his nature his might, you know like his mindfulness like everything about the lord that you're serving as well as who you are in him like why you were designed your identity why you called us a child of god you know and all of that stuff before you can know what is your place in the world um and so it's just i guess that's it yeah no that's a great that's a well-encompassing answer you're perfectly fine Philippians 4 verse 13 I can do all three things through Christ who strengthens me mm-hmm. to be sincere with you it was actually Philippians 3 verse 11 to 14 but now it's Philippians 4 mm-hmm. verse 13 so I guess season just make me find a favorite scripture that I hold on to so right now is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and I look at that when I work out it helps me just like you know you can do it you can do the you can do the weightlifting and everything because sometimes they just give up. I'm like, oh, I've done five to. minutes. So, yeah. yeah. I like that one too. Okay. Which, who's your favorite Christian artist or like what's your favorite song, Christian song? I don't have a favorite artist. <laughs> I love all. I love what I listen to. I listen to all genres because that's blessed me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, based on right now, 
My favorite music at this time is Jesus Have It All by Jeremy Riddle. I listen to that every, like multiple times every day. <laughs> it's just a song that sinks into my soul and encourages me of like, I can only receive when I surrender. Mm-hmm. So yeah, receiving his mercy, receiving hope for the day. It's just daily standing and surrendering to him. And so that song just gives me that posture. I listen to it before I even wake up. So. Not before I wake up, when I wake up. Yeah, yeah, no, I knew it was Matt. Yeah. Okay, and then do you have any book recommendations? Ooh. To Know Him by Grace something, I don't remember her name. Um, That book helped me a lot to really know God. And then... Ugh. I mean, I struggle with offense. When I knew the Lord, I had to forgive myself about many things, so I had to... Read the Bait of Satan by John Bebe. But the Bible. <laughs> Probably of that. Of course. We love a good Bible. I mean, believe me, there are great books, and I can call multiple of them, but I'll say uh, the Bible and. <laughs> In that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are 66 great books in the Bible. Yeah. We love them. <laughs> yes. We love them of course. Okay, and then the last one. Uh, what is a song, any song, it doesn't have to be a Christian song, it can be any song you want, that helps you get through a rough day? Rough day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be the one you already said, or it could be different. I mean, um, oof. I'll say I'll trust in you by Lauren Daigle. It's like when you don't move the mountains, I needed you to move. When mm. you don't part the waters, I wish I could walk through. When you don't give the answers as I cry out to you, I'll trust, I'll trust, I'll trust in you. I feel like that word just actually just hits me every day because at the end of the day, after all the interviews that I've done, after all the labels that I've given, like just reminding myself that even if it doesn't go the way that I planned, like I will still trust him and yeah, it just stirs up that faith that through it all, I'm not serving Jesus because I want him to do things for me. Like, he's not like my employee. No. He's my savior. He's my love. In fact, I work for him. So <laughs> whenever I listen to that, it just makes me see that continuing in the de- dependence and surrender is just like what is going to help me this journey called life. So, yeah. You said that it just made me think. We're just on an, like, living in this world, we're just in an outturnship, mm-hmm. quote-unquote. Like, we still are working for this being called God. We're, <laughs> we're, we're still out here, like, heaven is our home. Mm-hmm. Heaven is our home base. Mm-hmm. But we're out here in this world. That's why they call us ambassadors. Yeah. Ambassadors for Christ. Yeah. Because we're in the world right now hopefully doing the work of the Lord mm. here, but our home base is heaven. Yeah. You said that in the just reminded Yeah, that is so true. I'm glad you called that out. Like never, when you give your life to Christ, you have more assignment than just to go to school, go to college, get married, have children and all that. There's more. That's just like a teeny tiny of God's calling for your life there's so much more and I'm not saying that there's not calling for other people that are not believers like God is always seeking for them because he has so much more in store for mankind Mm. but recognizing that there's eternity I think we live in a world where everybody's just like focused on like right now what can I get right now that's why lust is just becoming the norm you know people have gotten to see like keeping themselves as like ah I can't do that like let's do it now now or not it's now or nothing you only live once for me um God is raising a generation of people that would see his things as what waiting you know his things as what learning and so don't be like the world that's one of the prayers that Jesus prayed he said God keep them in the world or not of the world mm-hmm. um so I would just encourage you if you're a Christian talking to other people other communities of Christians that would encourage you never f- be an isolated Christian that's number one number two always remember that wherever the Lord has placed you at at this time you might be a single mom you might ha- not have kids and you want kids or you might just be a teenager or whatever you are God has placed an assignment for you 
in this world that nobody else can fulfill but you. That should not give you a burden. That should excites you because the Holy Spirit is on the side of you helping you to achieve that and also remembering that this is not the end of our journey you don't only live once there's eternity my Jesus mm. is coming back mm. for his people he's coming back to take us home and so like that is one thing that helps me live life with meaning live life intentionally because I can say oh I can just like you know what whatever I'm not gonna grow myself I'm not gonna take those daily daily steps step to be sent to be intentional with what I listen to what I hear and the places I gather because I just want to just no 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 you you always have to remind yourself you're a child of God you're set apart you're not the way you are you've been crucified with Christ you don't leave Christ lives in you lives in you and so let him live in you let him walk in you let him walk through you and let him guide your every step and trust me if you do that you might be watching people on Instagram and all of those platforms showing you the life that you pray for, but you don't know what is going on within them. We hear about societal people killing themselves. And we read their story and like, wow, I mean, you were a mother, you were, you had your billionaire and everything. Why could, why could he do all this stuff? I mean, you already have the answer. When you stay with your source, you will be sustained. When you stay with Jesus, no matter however life throws at you, that parable that I said, he that is built on the rock, when the rain and storm come in, he said he will not waver because he is seated on the rock. So if you stay with God, there's no valley or shadow that would move you, that would distract you, that would shake you because you're standing. So don't be, don't let people be your influence. Don't let, I mean, get, I mean, I would say I definitely have some people that their journey has encouraged me personally, but don't let people's path be your goal. Don't let don't let people's journey or people's dream be where where your destination is. Allow the Lord to show you what your calling is and walk with Him because it's unique to you and to the assignment He has for you. And so, like, yeah, I just want to leave you with that. And it, I mean, if you don't have anything, I would love to pray. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just. I just want to pray over anyone that just feels like there are just many uncertainties in my life. And um, as we've talked about that because we're in that journey right now. But I just want to pray that God will give you the spirit of discernment and that he would fill your dreams with his love, will fill your days with his love. Like one of the things that I enjoy this season is that when I started spending time with the Lord, I say, asking the Lord, I don't want to just close my eyes and just see darkness. Like I want to dream heavenly dreams. And I prayed for that for months. And I can say that now I, I pray heavenly dreams. I can close my eyes and I find myself maybe just in a place worshiping, or I just see like, it's just always having meaning. And that's because I prayed for that. So ask the Lord for that this season. Um, but I just want to just pray, Lord, I thank you so much for everyone that would listen to this. I pray or that are listening to this right now. I pray that you will continue to be their sufficiency. I pray that you will continue to help their soul, encourage their heart. This journey is very, very, very narrow. Lord, help them not to give up, not to give up on you, on themselves, in the name of Jesus. Those that are juggling, um, maybe I, I just sense that someone right here might be maybe moving into a new community or a new environment and you just feel like um, building a new community is just difficult or like I don't even know where to start. I pray that the Lord will guide your step in the name of Jesus. I pray for those that are starting those dreams, that starting those jobs, maybe by the reason of this podcast you feel like okay i should take a step in this dream or in this job or this idea that came to my mind. i pray that the lord will breathe on it that the lord will connect you with um people that would want to invest in you and will not take out of those dreams but will want to continue to encourage you i pray for those that are trusting the lord i, I feel like you've experienced a season of lack or a season of loss and i pray that the lord will continue to comfort you in this season and show you that he is a loving father to you and i pray for 
for those that has never experienced the love of the Father, that the Lord will show you at this time that you genuinely encounter the Lord in Jesus' name. And I just cover every woman that is just juggling this life. I pray that the Lord will continue to fill you with much more of his love and much more of his hope in this broken world. And I pray that you empower us, Lord Jesus, that we would continue to be the Bible that people read, that we will not be a Christian but a hypocrite, that you continue to help us to walk this journey with you by your grace and that you will use us, you will use our story as broken, as 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 chaotic as comp as complex as it as it is lord jesus to bring light and hope to this world in jesus name amen 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 i pray that each and every one of us would walk with intention and not hypocrisy as we navigate this christian life thank you again to Nuella for agreeing to speak with me i am so glad that you got to hear her heart on faith and uncertainty and if her words were for no one else they were definitely for me if you want to follow Nuella and her twin Nicole on their ministry and life journeys, you can follow them on IG at Nicole.Nuella. Again, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you join me next time on the Girls Unfiltered podcast.